Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey, y'all, before we get into today's fun episode, I am once again asking you to go over and take our listener survey. We only need about 100 people. It'll give us a lot of good information, help us, you know, figure out who you are, make the show sustainable, sell a couple ads, whatever. Head on to citycast.fm forward slash survey, like five minutes of your time. Really easy questions. Just shoot through it. And hey, you might even win a $250 Visa gift card. Totally worth it, but also a nice thing to do for us. So head over to citycast.fm forward slash survey. It's Vegas Golden Knights fever spreading from super fan to fair weather fan. It's the Stanley Cup finals. And not to jinx it, we are skating circles around the Florida Panthers. So is the world with us or with us in just hating on Florida? <laughs> Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we welcome back News 3 sports anchor Brian Salmon to help us sort out what the fever is all about and what a championship could mean to the city. It's Wednesday, June 7th. I'm David Figler, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Sports reporter Brian Salmon, thanks for coming back to CityCast Las Vegas. Ah, what's going on, David? I appreciate you having me. This is always a good time. Let's make it happen. Well, you know, when big things are happening in sports in our town, which seems more frequent than ever, you're our go-to guy. So I'm glad that you're here. And we're going to be talking about Vegas Gold Knights, obviously. That's the fervor that's hit the city right now. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th I think you've got that uh, correctly. The Vegas Golden Knights definitely taking the city by storm right now, for sure. As we've established on this podcast, and I think anyone who listens on a regular basis knows, I'm not a sports guy. It's hard for me to get caught up in anything. But I'm watching game two, and I see Mark Stone. He's got no stick in his hand. It's gone. But he's still going full blast. He runs over one of the Florida players. He gets another stick, apparently handed to him by David Copperfield, because I don't even know where it came from. Uh, he's immediately on the puck. He passes it. It goes into the goal from his teammate, and that entire sequence took place in, like, five seconds. So it's hard not to be excited about it. I mean, they've been around for a while. What's changed in the last five years that has helped the Vegas Golden Knights make it to the finals and in such a flourish? Well, I, I would say what that particular play was absolutely fantastic. You're right. I love that David Copperfield on the bench. I, I wonder where he was performing at these days. I hadn't seen his yeah. marquee, but yeah. Just make that stick up here, and right behind it was a rabbit probably, <laughs> but they didn't need it. <laughs> and they didn't need it at all. I mean, that was the fourth goal, I believe, in the game. Brett Howden scored that goal 
You're talking about what's different this go-round. I would say what's different this go-round is the fact that the Golden Knights have the experience of losing the first time they made it to the Stanley Cup final, and they're using that experience and not just to be happy that they're there. They're trying to win this thing. Yeah, and they've gone through a lot of personnel changes, a lot of, uh, including coach, a lot of talk about the goalie situation. We're going to get to that. But are we officially a real sports town forever? Is is this the thing that's going to make us into that? You know what? It, it will definitely cement it. I, I think that when the Aces won last year, becoming the first yeah. major league team to win a championship, that was a, a great start. If hockey wins one, it's not it's, – it's one of the major sports, but it's probably like the last major sport being like the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, and then it would be hockey. So that would further cement it, but – I already think that Vegas is a sports town. Like people, anyone that works in this industry that are sports guys or gals like myself, they want to come work in Las Vegas. People love Las Vegas. You know, the A's are coming here in a couple years once they, you know, start breaking ground on that that new stadium. I'm going to put a big asterisk on that one, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But yeah, nah, man, Vegas is a sports town. But I say this on my sports cast all the time. Don't put the cart before the horse and... Give the the Golden Knights the Stanley Cup championship already. They're up two to zero, and in sports talk, a series doesn't truly start until a team wins on the other team's either home ice or other team's home court or something like that. So until they go to Florida and win, they can't. You know, it, it's not over. If they win Game Three and go up three games to zero, then you can be like, okay, I think they're going to win it because teams don't come back from three games to zero down, but they do come back from two down, two to zero down. So yeah, and you know, there's been some unpredictability with Golden Knights in the past, but they look pretty consistent right now, which is really <laughs> nice to see. And I'm not going to disagree with you. I think we've been a sports town for a really long time. We've just been more of a betting sports town than a living it sports town, you know, or a playing sports town. But what is the current reputation of hockey fans in Las Vegas from what you're hearing, both locally and in the rest of the world? That's actually a really good question because the hockey fan in Las Vegas, one, is super spoiled. And that really, really pisses off like the traditional hockey fan, like say the one that lives in Toronto that hasn't been to the Stanley Cup final since, I don't know, I think it's like 1960 or something like that, 60 something, right? So, and they're one of the original six. So when they started the NHL, they had six teams and Toronto's one of those original six teams and their fans are upset that Vegas has only been around six years and here they are yeah. their second time in the Stanley Cup final. So they're, they're mad, but Vegas fans... They truly love their team. They're spoiled. They support their team. And the NHL loves Las Vegas. Hey, all they can do is salute us. I'll tell you this much. If you've ever been, you've been to a game, haven't you, David? Please tell me you've been to at least one game. Yeah, more than one. (laughs) Okay, good, 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 good. So you understand, like, before the game, they have the big theatrical uh, opening ceremonies and, and, you know, the stuff that they do before the games. to record those and I put those on my YouTube page and after putting them on my YouTube page I think I put one on there two days ago and it's got 40 50,000 views wow so that's how and people make comments yeah people love 
what Las Vegas does, the entertainment value of the, the game and everything else, they've brought it to a whole new, new level, and the team is good. So they can't complain. Screw them. <laughs> yeah, I, it is different. In the 1960s, there was the California-Nevada Hockey League. We had the Las Vegas Gamblers. So, yeah, it does go back. But also, with our reputation as hockey fans, I mean, people really have opinions about Las Vegas as hockey fans. I even saw one commentator say, all you Vegas people think you invented hockey. And then somebody shot back, oh, we didn't invent it. We just perfected it and made it fun again or something like that. You know, that was kind of funny. But before we made it into the finals, we heard other cities were really just hating on the Golden Knights. But also, recently, we're hearing that cities are rooting for us. Is it that they're just kind of coming around and finally giving up on that we cheated with that, you know, that inaugural <laughs> draft? Or do people just hate Florida? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the country aren't fans of Florida because all the the crazy stuff, it seems like, that happens in Florida socially and just whatever. I think people are a little bit tired of Florida in that respect. And uh, I, I think that people, people that are <laughs> logical, and I'm going to go ahead and say sane, they don't really believe that Vegas got some kind of leg up with that draft that they had in that initial season. It's not like, you know, like William Carlson scored like 42 goals or whatever it was in that first season. But before that, he had like three in like three or four years. No one wanted these players. They just came here and they banded together as misfits and they made things happen. So, yeah, I think people are somewhat giving Vegas their due for um, having a good team. And I get irritated with the whole draft talking that Vegas got some kind of gift players that nobody wanted them. No one wanted them. So, like, come on, yeah. don't try to be after the fact. And that was so long ago that so much has happened that I don't understand it either, but it, it keeps coming up. I want to switch gears, Brian. Economic impact. A lot of economic impact talk as we're discussing a possible move for the A's baseball team here, looking back at what the Raiders did, et cetera. Specifically, with regard to being in the Stanley Cup, what do you think the economic impact is on the city? I know that the tickets are way more expensive now. Does that mean more money to Las Vegas, or is that more money to Bill Foley? I think it's more money for Las Vegas and more money for Bill Foley. You know what I mean? Like, the, the tickets I hear are ridiculous. I hear they're very ridiculous as far as, like, the cost and whatnot. But as far as, like, the economic impact, more money for Las Vegas, the Stanley Cup final is here in Las Vegas. People from Florida are flying to Las Vegas they're putting butts in beds, as my guy Don Logan from the Las Vegas Aviators likes to say. And that's what matters. Like, you want people to fly here. You want people to stay in the hotels and go gamble and go eat and, and do all, other, all the other things that, you know, that we want tourists to do. So, yeah, there's a huge economic impact for, for Las Vegas, in my opinion. You have all the TV crews. That's fantastic for Las Vegas. And at the same time, Foley is making a ton of money as well you know, with the TV rights and the, the ticket sales and everything else. So it, I think it's a win-win for everybody. Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. 
over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas's most talked-about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, EDO, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all-inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden up charges. I went last year, and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. But I want to talk about the team itself because it really is seemingly going so good and maybe no better for any one individual player than Aiden Hill. I mean, Aiden Hill, as I understand it, was basically like, I don't want to call him third string, but he was definitely far down in the lineup and he is playing the postseason of a lifetime. So the question is, Brian, is Aiden Hill the the goalie of all time now for the Golden Knights and is Robin Lehner, who there was so much discussion about, especially when the, the flurry conversation was happening. Is he going to get a buyout? Is he gone? Is he in the rearview mirror? Oh. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Man, uh, well, Robin Leonard, I don't think he's in the rearview mirror. I think he's so far back. You can't see him in the rearview mirror. Like he's in another state. Mm. But he's definitely <laughs> gone. And Aiden Hill you being not a sports guy, you definitely are up on what's going on with the team and whatnot. Because yeah, at the beginning of the season, during the middle of the season, he was third string. He was he wasn't good. He wasn't good to start the season. And right now, he is a, a favorite son of Vegas-born fans. I, I mentioned this to some people that when they announced his name in the starting lineup, he has by far gotten the loudest cheers for anyone on the team at the beginning of the game. And that's saying a lot. A whole lot. You're absolutely right. Saying a lot. Definitely saying a lot. So, yeah, he's forgotten who he was. So they don't need to remind (laughs) him who he is until they win the Stanley Cup. But Aiden Hill has played fantastic. The Golden Knights would not be where they're at in this series, in these playoffs without Aiden Hill. And you can't give him enough, you know, kudos for how well he's played because he has played absolutely fantastic. And and, in fact, he has right now the signature play of this Stanley Cup final, and they're just calling it the save. If you remember in the first game, he made a ridiculous save. He just kind of threw his arm back and stopped the puck with a stick. And that ignited the Golden Knights to, to win game one. And you'll see it forever if they go on and win the Stanley Cup final. It, it does seem like he's galvanizing. Everybody's playing, it seems, at the top of the game. Players whose names I had not heard before are coming up as scorers. Defensemen are scoring like mad. It really <laughs> seems like this, this team has clicked at exactly the right time. But the next two games are in Florida. And I know the Knights have been doing okay at away games, maybe better than that. While it would be nice to win at home, could they sweep in game four in Florida, Brian? Wow. Again, I go back to my my old adage that I like to say, please do not put the cart before the horse. 
Don't say um, the number between six and eight at a craps table. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You, you've lived in Vegas for a little while. I think that uh, them getting a four-game sweep is unlikely. However, the biggest thing to look at is how they play in game three. Game three is the big one. Like, for instance, when they played game three in Dallas, when they played game three in Edmonton, those are games that really tilt the series. Again, until they win in Florida, you know, it doesn't necessarily, ah, they're going to win it. So if they win game three, then I would say, oh, man, they're either going to win it in four or they're going to win it in five for the most part. So game three is a big one. But I understand people's excitement because of how well they've dominated. Like so far, they've dominated the first two games of the Stanley Cup final better than any team in the history of the Stanley Cup final has dominated another team in the first two games. Yeah, I mean, that game two was really something seven to two. People were saying that's more like a football score than a hockey score. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, Brian, there's also this other conspiracy out there uh, that happened in the last series that the Golden Knights are so dominant that the league needs them to stretch it out to X number of games because there's so much money and revenue around there. Yeah. You think if we go up 3-0 that they might give one or two more just so uh, all those revenues start flowing? Yeah, that's that's the thing, like the whole conspiracy theory that they have in all sports. And it makes sense. I mean, you're right. The money for Foley that he's earning with ticket sales, 18500 plus that they had in there last night, that's really good. Because the tickets aren't cheap. I heard like the cheapest ticket is like 600 bucks or something like that for the nosebleed seats, you know? Oof. So, exactly. Yeah. But it's hard to it's hard to affect a hockey game with the conspiracy stuff because, you know, they have to call penalties, which they could do, but it would look really bad if they're calling like, you know, just really, really bad penalties. Florida's going to have to get it done on the ice, I think, in order to extend the series. And they're more than capable just have to remember, Florida, in their first series of the playoffs, they beat Boston, and Boston had the best record in the history of the NHL in the regular season. The history of the NHL, Boston had the best record ever, and Florida was the last team to make it into the playoffs, and Florida beat Boston in that first series. So, you know, don't count them out yet. All right, well, hey, man, the city is definitely clearly all in on our Golden Knights. I, I, you you cover all the sports, so I'm I'm wondering from your yeah. perspective, how, how does this affect the other sports franchises here? Are are they going to be able to capitalize on that goodwill that uh, the Golden Knights are bringing? Is there any kind of crossover? One thousand percent, absolutely. I mean, the success of the Golden Knights are the exact reason why we have the Las Vegas Aces, right? So like we got the Las mm. Vegas Aces because the Golden Knights proved to the nation that Las Vegas was a true sports town and that fans would support the team. Specifically, a winner. Asia Wilson, who was the MVP for the Aces, she was asked about the Golden Knights after their win in Indiana on Sunday. And Asia's like, man, I was watching the game, and that save that Aiden Hill had, man, that was fantastic. I can't wait to get back and watch the game. She's talking about that just crazy excited. Last night in the game, first game of the series, the Las Vegas Raiders, their entire team was in the Hyde Lounge upstairs during um, the first game. And then last night's game, Devontae Adams, who was like the star receiver for the Raiders, he was actually sitting in the crowd. They showed him on TV, giving people high fives and everything else. And then he uh, he cranked the siren at the game. So we have these all these professional teams that are in Las Vegas supporting the Golden Knights. They're showing them on TV. It's crossing over. The excitement is bubbling everywhere. 
I 1,000% believe the Golden Knights winning this thing will uh, help the other teams. And, and, you know, just like the Aces help the Golden Knights pursue the championship, we're going to be a city of champions if the Golden Knights win this thing. Like, think about it. it it's great. Well, you know, with all that happening, I guess it's all food for thought or at least $25 hot dogs for thought because that's what you pay at these games. Hey, man, thanks, Brian Salmon, for coming on to CityCast Las Vegas. Thank you for having me. Hey, speaking of the Golden Knights... Game one of the Stanley Cup Finals last Saturday drew the largest ratings for the NHL Finals in 21 years. 2.8 million viewers watched our Knights win 4-2 against the Panthers. If the Finals opener did that well, we can't wait to see how the final game does. Hopefully game four. In other news, Senator Jackie Rosen announced $32 million in federal funding to stabilize Lake Mead. Might not be for what you think, though. This funding focuses on restoring boat ramps and maintaining campgrounds and marina operations. And before you go, don't forget to take that listener survey. It's really super quick, really super easy. citycast.fm forward slash survey. And I bet you're the one. You're going to win that $250 Visa gift card. Head on over there now. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas, cheering on the home teams and doing our part to be your favorite local daily podcast with everything the city is talking about. Hey, be sure to leave a review where you listen to this podcast. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Go Knights go, y'all. Go Knights go. All good food for thought or good pucks for dinner. That's horrible. I'm going to retract that. Hold on one second. Um, you should keep that. Oh. No, I got a better one. I got a better one. <laughs>